Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Tell Us What's in the Box. What's in the box? Box, 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 box. Flying sharks. Flying, flying, flying sharks. Nazi sharks. Flying Nazi zombies. Flying sharks piloted by zombie no- Nazis. Zombie Nazis, yeah. <laughs> We're talking about the uh, 2020 cinematic masterpiece, Sky Sharks, today. We need to introduce uh, ourselves or the, ourselves, ourselves yeah. too. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm Danny. I'm Joanna. And yeah, like Danny said, we're talking about the 2020 uh, German sci-fi horror comedy. And I say comedy with heavy air quotes uh, film Sky Sharks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, okay. Why, why the fuck do we decide to watch this? <laughs> okay. Well, you know, every once in a while, you know, we've done a movie kind of like this before. Thanks, Killing. Um, and the thing with these movies is, you know what you're getting, right? You know? I mean, you read the premise and you're like, okay. You know? Uh, this is, this was, yeah, this is yep. what it's going to be. And it just, it has a, it has a gimmick. It has a, a hefty uh, gimmick that it relies on and it goes for it and it's supposed to be funny and it was not funny uh, oh yeah why, why don't, yeah why don't you go ahead and start talking about uh that it was not part. funny so like you know how when we did good good neighbors and that was like your episode to be like I did not enjoy this at all <laughs> I did not enjoy Sky Sharks at all. And again, I knew going into it, I'm like, this is going to be dumb, but it's not supposed to be taken seriously. It is a comedy, right? Mm-hmm. I'm still waiting to laugh at it. I did not <laughs> laugh at all. It, nothing was funny. Um, if anything, it was just different kinds of humor all mashed together while trying to use actual like fucking Nazi officers from the time and we'll get into that in a bit there were some names that I recognized I'm like why Mm -hmm. why 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 um but yeah it was just I, I I couldn't decide if it was supposed to be like a comedy in a satirical take on like stuff that happened back during world war ii and experiments and everything that Mm -hmm. the nazis did and then a commentary on the larger aspect of like how various nations throughout the world use their medical research how the usa and russia like were at a mad race um Mm -hmm. to you know, take these Nazi officers and move them to either respective country and employ them in their space programs, which we did. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, if it's supposed to be a satirical comedy on that, it totally missed the mark. Like, what zombie Nazis riding sky sharks. I don't, like, what? (laughs) I don't see the, like... It's not meshing with the historical connection. Oh, no. I I mean, the whole premise is (laughs) is that at some point, you know, for those of you who haven't seen it and are just wanting to listen to us 
talk about it so you don't have to listen to it, watch it or listen to it. Um, The basic premise is that sometime during World War II, there was a lab and uh, they were experimenting with zombification and flying sharks. And it was going to be part of the the war effort to to, uh, you know, so that Hitler would win. And they were going to use these zombies and these flying sharks in, in the 1940s to, to do can that. can cloak the sharks. Yeah, and they can cloak. cloak. They can get invisible. So, I mean, that adds to it. Um, but they get end up getting kind of frozen and, and the project gets abandoned. And then years later, they find them and they get released upon the world and... Yeah, so now you have zombie Nazis writing checks. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that's that's all you need to know, really, that's about really what's going on. All you need to know. But then if you watch it, you learn so much more, and you have so many questions. But also, you got to remember, like, ah, they were just like, well, this is kind of in history, but f- fuck it, you know? Like, <laughs> like... I was so stoned when I watched it, and yet I still didn't <laughs> understand what was going on, right? And then it I, jumped then I, around a lot. It did jump around. <laughs> and then I, I, I watched it again sober, and my level of understanding did not change. <laughs> so <laughs> if that says anything to y'all, <laughs> just know that I have both sober and stoned tested this movie. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, you know, I'll give a couple positive things that I liked. Uh, I enjoyed the look of it, like the cinematic, like like the way uh, they did shots and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I thought those looked really good. Uh, CGI was meh, but in terms of like how they did shots and stuff like that, I thought it looked good. Really sharp, really stylized. I thought that looked good. And uh, the soundtrack. Oh was, my god! Yeah, yeah. It was it was an uh, it was a, an amazing. I mean, they just yes. hardcore put like club music and like they just rock and like oh, yeah <laughs> yeah. Um. So those two things I liked. Um. Other than that, other than that, other than those two things, you know, I mean, it's. I mean. We kind of talked about this when we did Thanksgiving. Somebody made this. Somebody went through it. This is something somebody wanted to see in the world. And people have watched it. And to that, I say kudos. Yes. Right. You know, make what you want. Who am I to say you can't have, you know, zombie Nazis on flying sharks? I'm not going to tell anyone that. If that's what you want, you do it. You, you do it. You do. You know? you. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you do it. You know, so I admire that. I admire that of people who just are like, I'm going to make what I want to make and I'm going to make it and you can take it or leave it. But this person obviously, obviously just does their own thing, you know, just obviously just does what they want to do. And they have a vision. I mean, they have a vision of, of these sharks and everything like that. And yeah, I mean, kudos they did for it. That. They made <laughs> the film. They made the film. Yeah, that's and an accomplishment. That's that's worthy, you know. And yeah, and hey, just because it's not my art doesn't mean it's not somebody else's art. Exactly. 
somebody could be like, I needed flying sharks with Nazi zombie pilots in my life. I never knew I needed it, but they, and they need to I ride do. them like jet skis. Yeah. That, that was great. <laughs> you like see all these zombies <laughs> out there in the sky. Just, yeah. Just jet skiing or yeah. Yeah, you know, in the back of my like head, a- the theme song to Wave Race on the the Nintendo sixty four just started playing, <laughs> and I'm just oh man, we got to make that mashup now. It's like dun yeah. dun dun dun. It kind of sounds like a Van a Van Halen song. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's this 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 feeling that you get yeah. with the main opener. <laughs> yeah, and one thing I thought was hilarious was really really funny. Was they had um, a Carrie Hiroyuki uh, Tagawa in it for two seconds. Oh. And I mean, he's been in a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, Mortal Kombat. He was in Tekken. He was in Johnny Tsunami. I think he was in Inception. Pretty sure. <gasps> oh, my God. And they have Where him in this, in this movie. And he plays like a drunk guy on the first plane that they attack and dies. So, <laughs> but he got top billing. No, he was in top billing. Like when yeah. they're going through the credits and they show the actor's name, and he was there. But literally, that was his part. He was on a plane being a drunk passenger, hitting on the stewardess. And then the Nazi sharks and zombies show up and he dies. Yep. And that is the extent of. Carrie Hiroyuki Takagawa's yep. Takagawa's the level of involvement in that movie, and he got top billing for it, and I think that's really hilarious to me. That is Tony so great. Todd was in it. Tony Todd, yeah, he was the um, U.S. sergeant. I did always chuckle at his lines though, because they were just so filled with like happy, violent aggression and just like, yeah, we got them. And I'm just like, I mean, if there was anybody that was going to spice up this movie, it would be totally that way. Just like, oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And, uh, and they had, uh, yeah, the original scientist guy, he was kind of pro tag a bit. Yeah. I actually created the, the sky sharks and everything. Who had who had been alive since World War II, and he's been keeping himself alive with mm-hmm. the own genetically modified serum that he created. Because mm-hmm. going back to um, your summary, Danny, if for those of you who are interested in like where the hell did this come from, so that that guy created this serum, and what they discovered was it slowed down the aging process in men like drastically but when they injected women with it it turned them into zombies and it gave them the strength of those men so they were like oh we can use them in our armies now (laughs) just like Jesus fucking christ but then there were also like dude zombies too so i i was so confused and then like the blonde haired chick she got injected right straight into the boob with like the zombification virus and then there was an antidote for it that her brown haired sister gave her and i i was just like okay she's fine now like she's okay she's fine she's not a zombie anymore like (laughs) zombie antidote (laughs) yeah um the violence in it was really hilarious too, because it was oh, just God. so random. 
it would just show up and then be over the top and then it would switch it was like for a few seconds you'd get a different movie you know? Yeah, like they did go hardcore on the like the practical blood effects. Um, mm-hmm. I think some of it was CG. Um, and there were definite parts where it was easy to to tell. But when it was time, like to just massacre everybody on an airplane, no expense was spared. <laughs> yeah. Even like to to that couple that was having sex in the airplane bathroom, and that like, was the great. Fucking, the fucking post just comes down from the ceiling and just totally blows the guy's head head apart as he's like fucking his girlfriend from from behind, <laughs> and then yeah. she turns around and see that you know he has no face except for like. Like one eye and his lower teeth and she's just like ah and then of course she runs out of the bathroom shirt open just tits covered in blood <laughs> there were there what? were a lot of boobs there were a movie. lot of boobs yes and while the nazi sky shark zombie people outside were just like this giant like piano wire just cutting through the top of the plane and cutting everybody's heads off and she's like trying to run away from it as this is happening and at that part I'm like what is even going on but I am here for this yeah (laughs) yeah it's just funny because it it would just like come out of nowhere you know it's just like all of a sudden you're going on at like Okay, we're at three, we're at three, we're at three, we're at three, three. 11 for yep. a few seconds. And then, okay, we're at three, we're at three, we're at 11. And by by the time, yeah, and that and that slow, slow down point, by the time you're starting to get over what happened before, they just pummel you with it again. And you're like, wait, I'm still processing the other thing. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. They had uh, like in the in the Arctic uh, where you had those people having sex and stuff. I'm like, man, I'm sorry. It is how much below zero. You're not going to catch me naked anywhere up here in the Arctic Circle. No. You know, just put it in there. You know, you just had tits and blood in there to have that. Exactly. Yeah, you know, just just to have it in there, and it was so because it was so you, funny. That's how you stay warm in the Arctic, Danny. You just put it in there. <laughs> I'm doing it wrong, then. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> doing it totally wrong. Then. Oh man, but yeah, but no, <laughs> like I totally agree. It just it the whole movie felt hodgepodge together. Mm-hmm. Like there was no consistency with it. It, it. it it seemed like it didn't know what it was trying to be. Whereas mm-hmm. with Thanks Killing, and if you haven't already, please go back and listen to it because this it, it it will make way more sense. But um, at least I mean the the purpose of that film was clear. Mm-hmm. It was a satirical comedy on slasher horror. And it just, like, it kept with a very simple premise, a homicidal turkey who, you know, had one-liners like Freddy Krueger in all of Nightmare on Elm Elm Street films. So it, that's, that's why it worked. And it took the, the archetypes for all the, the characters in those classic slasher films. And Mm -hmm. it just 
it, it just pushed those types to the the extreme. And it was this honest like dialogue between, hey, you're a horror fan. I'm a horror horror fan. And here's a lot of the tropes that we see in 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 other movies, and we could point them out and laugh about them. Right. That's mm-hmm. what Thanks Killing is was is yeah yeah is movie still is. out there <laughs> sky sharks it not that at all yeah. I, I i i i didn't know what it was trying to make fun of is it just oh look at these you know this is what happens when if the nazis would have been able to continue their science experiments right like i don't know i don't I don't get why like why is this story being told yeah right yeah you know it, it feels like you know sometimes you get an idea you know and it's just like you have the the start of an idea and they're trying to fit it and, and it's pretty obvious to me if I had to take a guess <clears throat> this whole thing started with what if we had flying sharks and not <laughs> they were zombies and somebody was like, great. And so they try to make a movie around it. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, you know, yeah. that that's what the thing that came up with first was, yep, Nazi zombies riding flying sharks. Yeah. And they kind of went from there, you know, so it ends up kind of being. Instead of having something backing it up, it, it kind of. uh it's just there it's, it's just kind of a gimmick and yeah rather than having it now there's nothing wrong with working backwards i mean i've yeah. done that you know i've gotten an image or a name or like a concept or something like that and been like okay you know this is cool but then you got to go back and like justify it you got to go back if you're going to make it a movie or a story or a book or whatever and you have this idea you know then then you got to say okay well how do I make this make sense then you know you can't just you know have that and nothing else you know you got to say okay what story does this belong in you know I've got a concept you know um you know like one of mine's was was uh you know slasher university you know like what if there was a school for slashers and that kind of started the whole thing, but then you got to work back and you got to like try to justify it and yeah. have it at least make sense in some kind of way. You know? Yeah. And usually in, in an easy way to do that is okay. Tied into historical events, you know, right. Cool. So then it becomes, you know, like, okay. So this sci-fi horror comedy is obviously slight, slightly rooted in history. That's cool. You can you can do that. There have been plenty of films and books and other media that that have done that before, but it like only references very big things of what happened during World War II. For example, Mm -hmm. the film springs up Operation Paperclip, Mm -hmm. and and if anybody listening is not familiar with that, that was the um united states secret code name for getting all of those um german scientists out of germany after the war and who we were competing with with russia to collect as many as we could and several of those scientists went on to work for nasa uh they did Mm -hmm. also receive awards um um yeah 
And it, yeah. it was basically us and Russia were trying to collect all of these um, Nazi officers, especially ones in their SS unit, and they used them for their space race, basically, um, mm-hmm. and gave them awards and uh, everything else. Um, oh, and a lot of um, the medical knowledge that we have was also collected from the Nazi doctors who performed horrible horrible experiments on the people that they kept in the concentration camps so (laughs) there's a there's a lot of very loaded history in this Mm -hmm. that if you're familiar with any of it on any level you kind of like look at it and go how is this supposed to be funny why is it supposed to be funny and i don't think the film at all makes any sort of connection between the two you know mm-hmm. the only way that i could even hi- hypothesize that it would be funny is if you know like and i will preface this by saying i'm not saying that this should be made at all but like you kind of have to make fun of the people who were doing these things you know Mm -hmm. or take a serious approach and you know create something that shows the real emotional and historical um consequences of this sort Mm -hmm. sort of 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 thing right um Mm -hmm. and so it's like is is the whole point that germany was always doing these like crazy experiments in a way to like get get ahead like okay you know maybe if we're if we're setting this in the past that that could work but to set it in modern times and also I think watching it right now when there is you know when Russia has declared this preposterous war on Ukraine and that is actively going on right now where there are people who survive the German occupation occupation in the 40s that are now living in Ukraine they're going through this whole thing all all over again so it just hits different right and if yeah. it had if it i think if it if it was more if 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 it was rooted at all in any kind of that sort of history and it was an honest look at it whether from a serious yeah. perspective or um, a comical perspective like i think it would have hit better but yeah. To watch this movie right now and seeing, you know, images like images on fake news broadcasts in the film of like sky sharks coming out of the sky and in in indiscriminately bombing countries because the Germans need to take over again. Like mm-hmm. it's just it just doesn't it it just doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, because the context of that was like the guy who was like living off the zombie stuff and had kind of created it, like came to the United States via Operation Paperclip. Yep. Wasn't that it? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So he'd been living in America and like started a company and all this stuff. And and then his his former experiments got discovered. Yeah. 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 Exactly. yeah. I mean, it's true stuff. And they mentioned Himmler too at one point Himmler yeah which I mean I was reading in my um my book from it was this was originally published in the 20s and then republished in in the 80s so I have the 80s Mm -hmm. edition but it was by Robert J. Lifton the Nazi doctors medical killing and the psychology of of genocide and I've gone through through a bit of this and it's 
you know, like prior to watching Sky Sky Sharks. And it's just when you, again, it, it, it hits different, you know, when you talk about the experiments that the Germans were, were doing, like this movie almost makes it like comical in the wrong way. If yeah. that, if that, if that makes sense. And I think that's what my, my <clears throat> issue was, but yeah. Uh, him, Himmler is talked about in this. Um, who else? Uh, there's, uh, uh, what's uh, what's his name it starts with with a k uh hans han no where is he hold on i had it open ah hans cam a camler um mm-hmm. in in the film like the guy that initially presents um uh the the sky sharks nazi zombie experiment back in the 40s um, his character's name is Dr. Kamler. So yeah. this is his whole thing. Um, and Cam and Kamler, um, he was an SS officer and he was responsible for Nazi civil engineering projects. Um, mm-hmm. and at and at the very end, he had convinced Hit- Hitler to turn all of the pro all the V2 rocket pro programs over to um the program that he ran so Mm. essentially the v2 um was where a lot of those scientists that the u.s and russia basically took and Mm -hmm. gave them amnesty to work on their rockets yeah they were all working on the v2 program Mm. and that is where they all came from so but it was just like how this guy also commissioned like horrible experiments and things and things like that so right it's just like ah you're using his real name too like yeah. oh my god guys but <laughs> yeah, what do i know you, you i just probably should have just made up german names yeah probably would have been a That's, better option yeah, kind of exactly what i was <laughs> thinking you know too um but yeah, secret. Yeah, he worked on secret weapons projects. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, the V2 project was at one time directly under S- SS control. So yeah, all like the German scientists that the United States hired for NASA and other like government agencies that mm-hmm. worked on any type of big engineering or rocket shit um yeah a lot of them were ss officers (laughs) so it's like fuck it's just yeah yeah Yeah. oh and then also hans cam camler um he was involved with something called the arnsberg forest massacre and by the way i'm getting just this information off of wikipedia but everything is site is um cited correctly from what I can see but um so the Arnsberg Forest Massacre um Wikipedia says in late March 1945 Camlo ordered the ZV division in German uh so they're the units that operated that operated the V2 rockets to execute forced late laborers and their families 200 men women and children after his car was held up on a crowded road in Soderland. cam camler was reported to have felt he was under some vague threat so 
this riffraff ought to be eliminated. And those, and those are in quotes. Uh, the killings coincided with the evacuations of V2 units due to the Allied advance into Germany. Hmm. Yep. Hmm. Nobody knows what happened to Kamler, though. He just kind of disappeared. There's a lot. He disappeared. Of- yeah. Huh. Yep. Nobody knows what yeah. what happened. Well, according to, him. to Sky Sharks, he changed his name and started a scientific company. I mean, that is also very possible. He could have been somebody that the U.S. recruited. Um, I don't know that for a fact. Um, I I believe records of that have all been declassified. But again, I'm not sure. So, but if they had been declassified, that would that, you know that that would be a way to figure that out. But yeah, I'm like, no, I don't want to, you know, it's not like it, it almost felt like they wanted to do Quentin Tarantino, but in their own way, if that makes sense. Right, right. Yeah. Quentin Tarantino does like homages to different genres and yeah, all that. Yeah. You know, yeah, but- I mean, it, it, so, so I guess we can talk for a few minutes about like what makes these kind of. I mean, we kind of briefly talked about it, but yeah. let's talk about it a little bit more. Like, what makes these type of movies work or not? You know, like these really off the walls comedy, satirical, you know, absolutely yeah. ridiculous premise, you know, type of movies. What makes them work or not in terms of like being so bad it's good? You know, being so ridiculous, it's good. You know, what works and what yeah. doesn't, you know? I mean, you you want to lead on with your thoughts about that? Because I already talked talked a bunch and I'm still trying to process that too. Like, <laughs> Well, so here's the thing. I think, I mean, I like uh, Tarantino movies. Mm-hmm. And I think that what makes those movies work in terms of what they are, homages to various types of uh, film, like Kill Bill's my favorite one, mostly because I know those type of movies really, really well that he was referencing, the Spaghetti Westerns, the martial arts movies, Shaw Brothers, you know, all of that stuff Mm -hmm. um, is what he's referencing in there. And I think what you have to have at the end of the day, if you're going to do something like this is like, you got to love the genre, you know, you got, you got to love what it is that you're doing. You know, if you're going to make a comedy horror movie, you got to know what you're doing. You got to know the genre. You got to know what you're doing. You got to know what things are going to be expected and make them fresh in a new way, Mm -hmm. you know? You got to, you got to make them, you, you got to take it and put your own thing on it. And, and the thing is, is like, I think in Sky Shark's case, yeah. if you were going to take from anything, right. If you're going to take from any genre, there's like a whole genre of like creature features in the seventies and stuff like that. Yeah. Which is where you'd probably take your stuff from like night of the lupus, you know, or you know, which is older, I think, mm-hmm. but, but, you know, all these old, like really creature feature, 
you know, attack of the 50 foot woman, you know, Mm -hmm. like, like all of these kind of really out there creature feature type movies. Yeah. You know, where there's some kind of weird mutated animal or person going after people. And that's what you're referencing. You have to look at what that genre is and work with it. Yeah. You know, and I just, I don't think it was like they had the gimmick, but they didn't put like the substance of where this was coming from. Exactly. Yeah. In context of what they were trying to do. Yeah. You know, because, you know, you have the premise and you say, okay, I have this. So what, what is going to be expected of this stuff and how can I deliver it? Uh, and you really have to look at that. It just didn't look like it was thought any farther than the concept of it, you know? Yeah. Like, Not oh, to here's mention- the gimmick, here's the com- concept. But then no thought to how do we make this work so that it's funny? How do we make this work so that it's like the good kind of ridiculous, you know, making, you know, like a creature feature for modern times. Yeah. You know, is what you'd be trying to do, you know? Yeah, it's... It's like they they wanted to mash Nazis with zombie movies and all of those shark tornado movies like that's that's what it felt like without. And I mean, one, that's that's a lot to put together in the first place. Never mind. Make it a horror movie and a sci fi movie. Um, And that's kind of why I am like this. This is a hodgepodge because Mm -hmm. it's just everything thrown into the pot. But no. Um, I can't think think of the word for it, but like there was no attention given to the amount of ingredients and the right. ratios that are being thrown together in the pot. Um, yeah. and it was like, yeah, there was no there was no finesse to it. It was just, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it would have been like. Um, the story was told through one of the, uh, zombies eyes and he somehow real realizes that he's been woken up and he's been asleep this whole time and is now like 2020. And he's like, wait, wait, wait a second. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> it, yeah. it's all, it all has to be about, about perspective. Right. And normally, and I think, so to use, Shaun of the Dead as a great example, right? I yeah, think why exactly. why Shaun of the Dead works is because Shaun is is an unlikely hero of the story. When we meet him, he is a fuck up. He, you know, lies to his girlfriend about quitting smoking. He doesn't really have any sense of ambition. He, you know, works in a TV shop and things and things like that. And what shakes him out of his funk is the fact that this there's a zombie apocalypse and his only thought is saving Liz, who is is his ex-girlfriend at the time. But he's he's essentially the the bumbling idiot who has a bigger bumbling idiot as a sidekick. Um, Mm -hmm. But they put together a plan in the end and what I find so humorous about, about that movie is of course, it's like 
the nerds that sit around and play video games and read comic books and, you know, Mm -hmm. listen to like old music and everything else that, you know, they're going to be more better prepared to, to deal with this because they've already bought into the lore in some sort, sort of way, you know? So it's, that's what just makes it funny. Um, when you have those stereotypical, like, characters um and i would even say like hot fuzz is another great example of that but um what oh, not nick frost why am i uh blaking out on, on his name simon simon peg simon peg thank you um but the character he plays on that is like the total other opposite direction mm-hmm. he's so serious and regimented and everything else and he's thrown yeah out of his comfort zone and into this little town that's just like la-di-da oh no everything's fine it's chill it's fine you know when he's (laughs) having a real issue like adjusting you know but where the funny part come comes in is like he's the only one who could like take down this secret Mm -hmm. society you know right so again there's that shift in expectation right and there was no shift in expectation here it was just no what the fuck's going on? Okay, there's sky sharks now. There's no sky shark. Yeah. Did we get all the sky sharks? Are we sure they could cloak like Klingon <laughs> warbirds? Like, are we? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you know, with with the uh, Cornetto trilogy, Cornetto mm-hmm. trilogy, which you were talking about, Hot Buzz, mm-hmm. uh, Shaun of the Dead, and Puppet the End of the World. Oh yeah, I think it's the third one. Um, it's that they kind of took the the things of the genre. And turned it up just a little bit. Yeah. You know? And it, it and and what it does is kind of highlights like the ridiculous part of the genre while still being fresh and still kind of creating something new with it. Like with Hot Fuzz, it's kind of a takeoff of all those British like detective. Yeah. In a small town sort of thing mm-hmm. where people always joke like, Man, if actually as many people get killed in these little towns, like as doing this show, something is really wrong with that town. You know, someone <laughs> dropping dead of murder every single week. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah. So what they did instead was they took that trope instead, made it that the town has a lot of accidents. They yeah. don't acknowledge any of the murder or anything that happens. They just have a lot of accidents, you know? And it's off. And instead of being real shifty, like most of these towns are, like the whole the whole town's off from the beginning, like they took it and just kind of changed it enough to what they normally expect to see. Yeah. You know, and turned it either opposite or turned it up a little to kind of highlight that stuff. Like most of the time, the detective is like really good at his job, you know, yeah. in those things. And they took that when Nicholas, they turned it up. Like he's yeah. so good. They don't even want him in the big city anymore. Yeah. You know? and, and so it's kind of turned up that way. You know, like if someone's such a good detective, why the hell are they in this small town? So they kind of made a joke out of that question. Yeah. And so, but you've got to know the genre well enough to know. Yeah. Like what, you know, like, like what, what you're expecting from Yeah. It. How much to turn it up, where to turn it up from, you right. know, like it's all that or- balance. And with, with sky sharks, it was like, let's throw everything on the wall and see, and see what sticks. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can't really, I mean, so what, what would have, I don't know, what would have made, I don't know. I think, I think what you might have wanted to have 
Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of these, I don't know, this is just me throwing again, spaghetti at the wall. Like you were saying, just throwing yeah. everything at the wall. <laughs> but if you're trying to think of what would have made it like better, right? Like, like what would have made it, you know, a little more grounded and stuff like that. And at the very least you have to have like, I, I think you would have done better to have a scientist instead of it having be like the, the, the scientist who worked on the project and stuff like that. Mm. A lot of these things work really well. If you have somebody who's like knows about this thing and he's been searching for it his whole life, yeah. right? He's heard the Nazis had these experiments and stuff like that. So he spent his whole life kind of like Indiana Jones's dad with like a diary trying to track down like where, where this place was that they were doing these experiments on sharks and stuff, Yeah, you know? And so he finally finds it, you know, uh, trips everything. These scar sharks are now, you know, out and about, and now he has to deal with it. Now he has to figure it out and try to put them back, you know, which is kind of what a lot of these creature features do. It's sort of like knowledge that we aren't supposed to have, right? Yeah. You know, we dig too deep. You know, yeah. we try too much, you know, or we try to make things better than nature made them in some mm-hmm. kind of way. And it always ends up biting you in the ass. So you get, yeah. you know, like a two headed sharks or you get like <laughs> mutated moose or, or whatever the hell it happens to be that then starts terrorizing people. Yeah. And so I think you really kind of needed to pay homage to that. Yeah. You know, Um. You know, I mean, if you wanted to make it funny, I might have had like another group who was looking for the zombies instead. Yeah. Not the sharks. Like one of the groups is looking for the sharks. Yeah. And the other group has heard, you know, the other scientist has heard about, you know, that the Nazis were uh, creating zombies. Yeah. So they're both trying to search separately and they don't realize they're, they're like in the same place. So they all end up in the Arctic at the same place and like run into each other. Yep. And they're fucking each other shit up. Oh my God. And dude, you just kind of described a little bit of the plot of the mummy. Right. That's why that movie is so like, as the years go on, it gets funnier and funnier, but it adds a really strong dynamic. Right. And then you Mm -hmm. make that other group, like slightly more of the bad guys. So then you kill them off and it builds up this tension of like, oh shit. Oh shit. Our main characters are our protagonists are in danger. Like if these guys are getting killed and these guys are being saved for last, Oh shit, what's going on. Right. But you're right. There's no, it was none of that. Right. You know, because the, the, the mummy was, was kind of a takeoff of those two, those kind of like pulp. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But, but what also made it, I mean, cause they didn't go for jokes. Like, no there are all sorts of jokes in these movies like any pulp movie like indiana jones or the mummy or any of that stuff you know the mummy was kind of like a takeoff on it so it kind of made fun of itself you know in a lot of ways but they had so much like humor in there you know like hey 
Hey, O'Connell, looks like I got all the horses. horses. Hey, hey, Benny, hey. looks like you're on the wrong oh, side of the river. river. <laughs> <laughs> it's hey, funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That was the best. Like, he's just yes. like, oh, I don't know what uh, to do. And then they all kind of walk by. And he's but like, there was none of that in Sky Sharks, oh. right? You know, it would have been like hilarious if they had kind of made jokes like that. Like, maybe one of them gets trapped on the shark. And like he's like being wheeled around the lab or something, and it's I know, just like right? super hilarious, you know, like a or, bucky bronco. Yeah, there's this one moment, like speaking about you know, like trying to to be funny. Remember the moment towards the end of the film where the flight attendant goes over to like this nerdy guy in like first class and he's he's like can you tell the pilot to hurry up i have a meeting i need to get to and uh-huh. blah, blah 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 and then the the flight attendant just come just comes over and is like oh okay well we need to get rid of the weight so who do you think we should throw off the uh, plane first you know should we throw throughout the uh, the uh, children yeah and the guy's just like, uh, no, I don't think that would be good. And then she's like, mm, okay. And then she walks, walks away that part. I understood what I think it was trying to do. It was supposed to highlight the ridiculousness of that dude's request, but it didn't come across funny to me because that was the first time we had ever seen his character. So it wasn't really established there. The, the flight or the uh, flight attendant, her character wasn't established. So it just came across as this really awkward exchange, almost to the level of Will Smith slapping Chris Rock at the Oscars. Like it was just this moment of like, Hey, I thought we were going to get away from that. I'm sorry. I, I have no comment on the actual thing, but those are the same vibes that that scene gave me. I yeah. didn't know if I was supposed to laugh or not. Like, yeah. is this is this for real? Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, there was, like I said, you know, there wasn't the humor that usually comes with these like creature features, you know? Yeah. Like there just wasn't. Um, Except when... The zombie dude was hanging like the scientist, like by her ankle over the shark pit, and the sharks came. The when the shark came up and just chomped her head off, I was like, <laughs> and I was like the one, the one, the one laugh I got, you know. And then the other sharks came in, oh mom, and just like took off. To be you. I'm just like, damn, not need to kill her like that, you know. <laughs> At least she went quick. Yeah, but I mean, you know, she was traumatized beforehand, so yeah, yeah. But that True. that was like the only part, just in the way that the shark came up and just took just her head off, and just the, the noises and how quick it was. That was enough to, to trigger a laugh in me. But everything else, I was just like, can can everybody just die? Everybody, and then this <laughs> is solved. You know, I have right. no confidence in these people's abilities to really make sure that this. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like I said, yeah. I mean, they would have done better to kind of like put, put the humor in there. Yeah. And like, I mean, my thought would be, yeah, I have like two teams going after it and they're the ones that stumble across it and then have to deal with it. And you know, it's like really bad. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I mean, if you really wanted to lean into operation paper clip and create like, 
a historical satire, but still make it a comedy with horror and sci-fi in it. That second group could be a group of Russians. And then the other group is a group of people from, from the U.S. that are trying to track down this old Nazi stuff because then it calls back to like, hey, look, we're still trying to, you know, get German, get Nazi soldiers over on our side so we can use them to build up our te- technological, like, prowess. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah, but there, but there was, it, it, it was just, no, we're under the Nazis are threat threatening us again. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, but why? Like, if that was the case, like at least and this this would be horrible if it if it ever happened. But again, going back to to your point, you gotta root it a little bit in reality, right? And that's uh-huh. what makes like comedy so funny. Like it it's it has its basis in reality, but the funny part of it is, is to be like, what if this happened? Right. And that's what this, and that's what Sky Sharks was supposed to be, but we mm-hmm. never got, we never got the context for the mm-hmm. joke. If that, if that makes right. any sense. Yeah. That would make it kind of like funny. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, it, I, I mean, I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I guess it's all it's all I want to say. I mean, comedy is hard. It I is. mean, it's just like any actor, you know, will tell you like going up on stage and crying and like being dramatic and whatever. That's a lot easier than being funny. Yeah. It's a lot easier funny. than being funny. Yeah. Um, Whole you sort know, of, you got to be clever. Yeah. You got to be you got to have it. You know, you got to know what's going to, what's going to tickle that, that funny bone, you know, what's going to make them laugh, you know? And I, I don't recall laughing too. I mean, we were like, wow, look at this, you know? And it wasn't really like laughing. It was more like, wow, okay, that happened. All right. That happened, (laughs) you know, like, yeah. So yeah. Sky sharks. Sky sharks. Yeah. (laughs) It's uh. (laughs) I don't know how you watched it, Danny, but I definitely did not pay for it. It's streaming free through Amazon video, mm-hmm. but I guess they partnered with IMDb TV. So you can watch it for free, but it plays with ads. So that yeah. also kind of like screws with the experience, but I'm glad I had those ad breaks so I could sit there and just be like, what the fuck? And then in <laughs> in between that, you know, I would go through my, um, my, my book and I would Google stuff and things and things like that. Um, so that's how I found out a bit more about operation paperclip and kind of went through things to see, you know, okay, did you take this from reality or, you know, are you embellishing what happened or mm-hmm. it's just like, yeah, it's just, there, mm-hmm. <laughs> there could have been potential for it, but, uh, <clears throat> well, what's, what's our final thoughts? Our final thoughts, um, I think unless you are writing a paper for your master's thesis in film school and your topic is uh, the portrayal of World War II in movies, mm-hmm. I mean, this is one that you could potentially watch, you know, um, but other than that, 
you don't really need to watch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is my consensus. What is your consensus? <laughs> um, my consensus is, like I said, comedy is hard. Yeah. You know, and watching stuff like this, you know, really, really funny people make it sound effortless. Yeah. You know, they crack a joke and it's just funny. And it seems like it takes not a lot. Right. But yeah. it does. I mean, being funny requires like being witty and it requires like timing and, yeah. you know, it requires all sorts of things. And so comedy is hard. But like yeah. I said, I, I hope if anybody involved with the movie ever listens to this, that they don't think like, you know, I mean, they made this thing. And, and yeah. I say that's a lot more than any a lot of people do. You know, a lot of people talk about making stuff and they don't. Yeah. So in that sense, you accomplish something, you know, and if you accomplish your vision, then, you know, that's all you can really ask for. You can't make people like it. Yeah. You know. And, and somebody probably might, you know, somebody probably does, you know, there's something, somebody out there for everything, you know, obviously the guy was interested in making it. So, yeah, I mean, anything has the possibility to achieve cult status. I mean, look at the room, look (laughs) at the room. (laughs) I love that movie. It is one of the worst movies ever made of all time. And yet it transcends right. it transcends i yeah so yeah. you are absolutely right make your art it doesn't matter <laughs> whatever don't don't listen to us i mean we have our opinion but you make your stuff i mean yeah everybody's gonna have their opinion but when it comes to being artists writers ourselves you know if anybody says that's never gonna work flip them your middle finger and go do it like yeah. <laughs> No matter what, um, nine, eight, nine, eight, nine times out of 10, they haven't done anything, yeah. you know, like they just like to talk, you know, I like the talk. I like they jack off to the sound of their own voice. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're going to follow your dreams. Can't have that. Or <laughs> <laughs> follow your dreams. No, I go <laughs> wank off in the bathroom crying about how I should have done the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't have regrets. If you want to make your sky shark, <laughs> you make your sky shark. You make your sky shark. Go make it. What, wait, what if there was one point during the movie where one of the sky sharks like falls in love with one of the airplanes and it's just humping it like midair? Like. <laughs> This this is a perfect perfect example how movies like Sky Sharks get made. Sometimes you get on a roll and what you think is funny is not going to be funny <laughs> to somebody else. And right. that is okay. I am never going to watch this movie again, but right. it exists if you would like to watch it. <laughs> it does. It does. All right. Uh, what are we, we doing next time? What are we doing next time? Oh, I am so excited for this. So... Um, again, thank you everybody for tuning in. Uh, again, it feels really great to be back, even though, uh, by the time this comes out, we will have already released what three episodes, I think. So yep. I will 
probably be keep saying it feels so good to be back until we've done like 10 episodes and then Danny you'll be like Joanna time has passed and I'll be like still the pandemic it's still 2020 (laughs) man like but next time in two weeks time we are going to be talking about Martha is dead it is a video game that recently came out in 2020 uh February yeah it came out in February 2020 February 2022 dear god portal time yeah what is time <laughs> i don't know what is time yeah so martha is dead came out february 2022 uh by lka uh, it is a dark first person psychological thriller set in 1944 italy that blurs the lines between reality superstition and the tragedy of war and i will say i have not finished it yet but I have already started playing it and oh man, I am very much looking forward to talking about this one next time, Dan. Nice. And I cannot wait to talk about it with you because we're going to have so much to talk about. <laughs> oh, good. <clears throat> yes. All right. So until then, give us a follow on Twitter. We are at the box underscore podcast. You can uh, subscribe to us uh, on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Podbean, wherever you listen to podcasts. Basically, thanks once again. And remember, shake the box before you open it. Damn good advice.